Hello, listeners. You are listening to KGNU Boulder, Denver, and Fort Collins. I am so happy to be welcoming the Buy and Buy into the studio today. Hello. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having us. Um, let's do a quick who are you? What's your name? And where do you live? And what instrument do you play? And then we'll start with some music. So, Leah, you want to go first? Sure. Um, my name is Leah Hennessy, and um, I sing for the By and By, uh, currently living in New Orleans, Louisiana. Fantastic. My name is Brad Barrett. I'm playing the bass, and I live in Boston. And my name is Jacob Means. I play the mandolin, and I also live in Boston. Well, I'm so glad you guys are here. Um, and why don't we get started with some music? What do you guys have for us first? Great. Um, we're going to play a tune I wrote called Aberdeen. Great. Aberdeen, Aberdeen, I knew you so well. Though your grace is far behind me, I'm a word is shot to hell. It's a pity to remember, it's a fault to forget. Aberdeen, Aberdeen, I don't know you yet. Aberdeen, Aberdeen, where I once was so near. I put sea and sky between us just to try and disappear. Oh, I'd set the story straight, what is false and what is fear. Aberdeen, Aberdeen, my song is sincere. Oh, Aberdeen, Aberdeen, I can't let you win. There's nothing left. So silence immense. How does story sit straight? How does Jagged learn to lean? Aberdeen, Aberdeen, unfortunate queen.
Aberdeen, Aberdeen, I knew you so well. Though your grace is far behind me, I'm a worthy shot to hell. It's a pity to remember, it's a fault to forget. Aberdeen, Aberdeen, I don't know you. Right, so we got the by and by in studio with us. That was wonderful. Thank, Thank you, you guys. What a lovely tune called Aberdeen. Can you guys tell us just a little bit about what it is, what this project is all about? What are you trying to do with the music that you're making and um, the sound that you're bringing as artists? Yeah. Um, so the by and by uh, started off. I guess we've been playing together now for two or three years. And um, started out as a way for us to collectively explore um, what we would consider American roots music, whether that be um, Delta blues or country blues or jazz or um, or just like country folk music too. Um, Brad can say a little bit more about that because he wrote a lot of the arrangements we did initially. Yeah, I mean, for me, <clears throat> a lot of it is about just like recontextualizing traditional American music. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the music we play is really old music that has like a really rich tradition, like especially like different pockets of America too. Like we play bluegrass tunes and we play tunes from the De Mississippi Delta, but we play them in a way that's like completely turning them on their heads. So mm -hmm. we're using odd meters and different sorts of textures and um, we're really just trying to take all this music and honor the tradition that it's coming from, but like look at it all through a different lens. Yeah, and in a way that feels really authentic to us. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I think it definitely falls under the category of modern jazz sometimes, but because of our instrumentation, we also follow under the category of like American string band. Yeah, totally. So. Um, so I know that you guys have been focusing on like older tunes. Do you think you might ever consider taking like a Taylor Swift song or something and reworking it? Or is that like not your thing? It might be a ways off. It might be a little ways off. But, you know, if we are able to keep the project going. Yeah. Like, you know? So you're saying there's a chance. You're right. Yeah, okay. sure. <laughs> I don't rule anything out. <laughs> Great. So you guys all have done a lot of work with different ensembles, different collaborators, things like that. How do you feel that this project is different from some of the other work that you've done with other musicians or even just on your own? Well, for me, um, definitely this is the first sort of ensemble that that I've been a part of that's sort of like, even though we're doing this old material, this traditional, these traditional songs and stuff, we're still really putting our own like touch on it and kind of it's almost like nothing is off limits mm -hmm. for us you know in terms of arrangement or like how we how we play and stuff so that's different than like another group which might be doing the same material and we might be trying to make it you know closer to the original or like you know um so this this has been a really exciting and really fun project to just be like let's see what happens if if i do this thing you know and we all we all kind of approach it with that like level of intensity mm -hmm. and we just try to to do that thing and if it doesn't work then we do something else but yeah 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 the whole arranging process is really collaborative anyone any one of us may come in with a bunch of ideas about what we want to do with something but it ends up being kind of a 
a mishmash of all our ideas and we we work it out through sort of a discourse as we go to it's like did that really work yeah did that not work and and that process is really a a fun process and I think that's something that you do learn in music school is like going through and we've we've got all these different arranging techniques and different types of musics that we're into like we're all free improvisers and we all love to play traditional music we all play modern jazz whatever that even means yeah. these days as well <laughs> so it's like all those things kind of end up in our music in different places yeah and i think in the next couple of tunes we'll play you'll kind of like hear a lot of that stuff totally and yeah, yeah. i would i was just going to add to that that as a songwriter um you know since i I wrote that first tune that we played um one thing that's really interesting and and amazing about this project is i'm not playing an instrument Mm -hmm. in it so uh, i've been in other projects where i was and i was dictating like here's the chord structure and here's the way that we do this um because I'm not, I hand it to these guys and then a tune like Aberdeen, which is very much like a folk tune written in what would typically be like uh, a waltzy triple triple feel. Um, they took the beginning and kind of like cracked it open yeah. into something else. So let's do some more music. How about a couple more tunes and yeah. then we'll chat a little after that. What do you have on tap for us? Uh, so this next one is going to be a blind Willie Johnson tune. We're going to do uh Somebody on your bond.
if you're listening to the by and by one more song yeah this next one is an old fiddle tune called cluck old hen might be my favorite by and by song ah. <laughs> 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 uh, for all of our yeah <laughs> the most cinematic story <laughs> of this cluck <laughs> for all of our listeners out there this is kgnu we're listening to the by and by who formed in boston i think 
I want to talk about music education. And all three of you are music educators, which is fantastic, but you've also gone through music education your whole lives. And eventually, all three of you were, did the graduate program at NEC, New England Conservatory, in their contemporary improvisation program. And to me, it's the coolest um, program that I've seen at that very high level, really, in the country. Um, and I think it's a really unique thing. And you three all went through it, so I'd love it if you would talk about um, how that experience differed from some of your other experiences in music education, both as a learner and as a teacher. Yeah, um, it's a cool school. Uh, we were, um, you know, the great thing about that program is that so many different artists have come out of it, each with their own personal style and voice, and that's a big part of de your development in that program. Um, I'm sure some of your listeners will know the music of Sarah DeRose. Mm -hmm. um, Sarah's also a graduate of the program, and um, really hones musicians that um, that know how to use their ears and have big ears. Um, so it definitely informs the way that we work with one another. For me, going into that program was the feeling of any kind of music, no matter what it was, like Leah said, like having big ears. Mm -hmm. So like listening to as much of a diverse palette of music as you can. And what and do you mean by diverse? Like what are the things that you guys... Like, like listening to um, Shostakovich and like field recordings, you know, of like birds and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> or like, <laughs> like you know. improvisers yeah. or all sorts of music from all around the world, mm -hmm. different types of traditions from Africa and the Middle East. And just you're exposed to so many different types of music, you know. Uh -huh. and, and the thing that I like about that is like it's not considered as this is that kind of music and this is that. It's like it's all music mm -hmm. and we we can kind of like train ourselves to like take it all in and just open ourselves to that. Yeah, and you know? embody it. Yeah, and which which has really like helped I think in this group mm -hmm. especially is like cuz we can do like you know some crazy sound thing and just be like okay, that's that is what it is, you know, and yeah. let's see how we can fit this thing around it or whatever. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it teaches you a, a variety of different textures of, of ways to arrange things. Like some of the tunes that we do, it's like a Blind Willie Johnson tune, but we sort of think of it as an African groove. Mm -hmm. Or um, like this one, like uh, on your somebody on your bond, it's like the beginning of it is a 14-beat cycle, which like when I listen to that immediately, it's like, what? That's yeah. weird. And it's like, well, it's 14. I should cut that in half, and that's seven. So that sort of makes sense, you know? Yeah. So it sort of like teaches you to question things and think of different ways, different ways to, to different textures to bring in from all around the world, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. And what Brad's saying right there is like the actual Blind Willie Johnson recording has this weird thing in it that yeah. a lot of like country blues players do. They add in extra beats and uh, another measure here. And like we took that mm -hmm. as like an inspiration for a uh, whole arrangement. Um, and I think that that like looking at things both on a macro and a microscopic level has informed the way we work. But um, I would also say that to answer your other question, um, the CI program had taught us to be music educators that like 
embrace all possibilities mm-hmm. and all sets of outcomes. Um, and Brad works a lot with young improvisers and mm-hmm. just like how do you how do you teach somebody to improvise? It should be for a child is like the most natural thing yeah. to pick up something and just begin to try to understand what it is. Um, and as we get older, we sort of shy away from that. Mm-hmm. But how do we tap back into that freedom and that um, you know sense of trying to understand with our hands almost you know what is the song that we're about to hear um this one is an homage to mr hank williams uh it's his tune your cheating heart all right this is the by and by on kgnu your cheating Cheating heart will tell 
guys so much for joining us in the studio. Thank you so much for having Thank us. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so this has been the Bye and Bye here on KGNU. Uh, check out more at your website. Yeah, the Bye and Bye Music. Only one way to say it. The Music dot com. All right. Cool. Thank you guys so much. It's been great having you in the studio. Thanks, Indra. Thanks.